Hey everybody, this is a bonus episode of Bruce Springsteen Sings the Alphabet. We're, I say bonus, it's only a bonus episode <laughs> because it's, we're not doing our normal thing. Normally we'd be talking about Jason Isbell albums, but JB and I have been so busy, it's, uh, we, we, we barely had time to, to sit down for about 20 minutes and just kind of catch up and sit, uh, tell each other what we've been listening to, watching, reading, whatever. And so anyway, my name is Rob Carmack. I'm joined as always by JB Clark. Hey man. And it's raining where JB is. It is. In case you didn't know. Just been raining all day, every day for days. Yeah. For, for multiple days. So, uh, so we're, it's just imagine we're all just kind of cozied up together in JB's shed. Yeah. And, and we're going to. little studio. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to spend a few minutes just sort of. We're, we're not doing a main, main episode. We're not doing the part of the Jason Isbell series right now because, quite frankly, I did not have time to prepare and we didn't have time to record a full episode. Um, no. So. Uh, what we did have time to do, though, is just sort of check in with each other, and we figured, well, if we're going to check in with each other, why not record it? And let the... Can I uh, segue a little bit real quick? You were Please, talking about cozying up in this, little, in this little shed. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, April, the other day, was like, have you seen Bo Burnham's new thing, Inside? I think you'd really like it. Or maybe you'd really hate it because it's too real. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're you're always the like... third person to bring that up with me this week. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Uh, I started watching it, and halfway through, I got really stressed out because my lived reality for the last 14 months has been a progressively crazier and crazier person with a progressively longer and longer beard singing <laughs> songs to himself about how things don't feel quite right in a 6 by 12 space. <laughs> yeah. He just happened to produce his better and get a deal. A Mine's still in little bits all over the uh, desktop. You've seen bits of it. I've sent you bits of my, of my version of Inside throughout this last year. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Yes, indeed, and I've enjoyed it as well. You know, to the extent that one can enjoy something such as, such as that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen half of it. And I love it. I'm I'm ready to be in the place where I need to be to watch the other half. So is that like if we're if we're going back and forth and doing two or three recommendations per a piece? Is that is that yours or is that a bonus one? Uh, I don't know. I, I hadn't like counted out any of my thoughts yet. Because <laughs> I've heard I've heard nothing but good things about it. And like yeah, I mean like, I haven't finished it, but it's it's masterful and it's just silly enough, but also just masterful enough that you're sort of like. At no point does it feel too important, but also at no point does it feel like so silly, you know? Because Bo Burnham was like a YouTube darling, and so it's like an—he can be annoying, and he is terrified of that too. I think <laughs> he's kind of a genius. I'm—I'm I'm really yeah. into everything he does. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, yeah, yeah the first half's great. Oh, good. I'll have to check it out. You know, the first and second half at some point. There's a moment where he's like laying on the floor on a pillow, with surrounded by recording equipment, with just like the microphone and the pillow next to him, and he's just sort of like narrating what's going through his head, and it that was way too real for me. <laughs> yeah, that's that's sort of the thing too. Is like I've I'm just I'm I don't know if this is too fresh for me. It may it may be yeah. too relevant. And for those who don't know, like I literally work out of and record out of since my office closed last year. A tough shed a garden shed that's like a converted studio space mm. so, there's a video of it on the patreon feed but yeah yes indeed yes there is anyway yeah. um yeah what have you been checking out um I, I was struggling to to decide what to start with um I tell you what, before I even start with any recommendations, I will say a thing I'm looking for a lot right now is are good audiobooks because Ooh, I'm doing yeah. a lot of driving right now. So, and I've I've started several audiobooks that I've not actually been able to finish um, just because they've sort of not not been able to hold my attention. But 
Um, but if anybody out there wants to tweet at me a recommendation for a really good, exciting, I'm, I'm looking for something that's just like I, I'm not looking for deep or thoughtful. I want I just want it to be entertaining. Have and you so, read the new Stephen King yet? No. That's a I listened to that one and it was oh, it is so good. Oh, okay, good. Oh, what, what's it called? Uh, later, I think it's like if the stand. No, it's like if the outsider meets. Um, um, the Goldfinch. <laughs> okay, I'm listening. Yeah, it's it's incredible. I don't know, man. I, I I couldn't explain any of it to you without it. Like, interesting. Yeah, it's just it's it was a great audiobook. Yeah. Well, if so, if anybody, okay, so I'm gonna have to I'm gonna add that to my uh, to my Audible.com wish list then. Uh, so I have to go check that out. But yeah, I'm I'm looking for good audiobook recommendations because what I, I I had hoped to have a really good audiobook recommendation to give everybody, it's just nothing nothing has really grabbed me on the last few round trips that I've that I've taken. So, uh, but I will say a a TV show I'm enjoying when I get a chance to watch something, and I I can only watch it in short bursts, but which is probably good for this particular show because it's very heavy. But it's the Underground Railroad on Amazon Prime. Oh yeah, it's uh, yeah, it looks heavy. It is. I mean, I, I read the I read the book and right. by Colson Whitehead, which won the Pulitzer Prize. And this it, it's a ten part miniseries or like limited series, whatever they're calling it. And it's sort of a fantastical, fictionalized version of like it basically imagines what if the Underground Railroad literally had been an underground railroad, and it kind of takes you through a tour of the very worst parts of the antebellum South through the eyes of this one particular character, and it is. It's riveting and it's beautiful. It, it's the whole thing's directed by Barry Jenkins, who directed Moonlight, which is one of the yeah. best movies of the last ten years. And um, and so the the the, seri- the entire series is directed by him. And it, and the 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 people behind the thing, the creativity behind it is it's a murderer's row. Just really talented people doing really good things. Um, it's just really hard to watch for long bursts. Like I would not recommend sitting down and just like okay, I'm going to knock out all ten episodes at once. Do not do that. Uh, it's it's way too heavy, but it, it is it's too good to ignore. And so that's that's my first uh, recommendation: the Underground Railroad on um, Prime Now. Um, I just picked up. Um, uh, sorry, I just it, total mind blank. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> that's right, about we're, how we're, we're just sitting here chatting. There, the there's no, yeah, there's no reason to worry about it. I just picked up for all mankind, the Apple TV, NASA space race. Oh, I've heard that the second season of that is very good. The first season is incredible so far. Uh, oh, okay, I am cool. loving it. Awesome. Did I watch an episode of My Lunch Break at my desk and cry a little bit today? Yeah, I did. I did. It was great. Well, I may have to start checking that out. Uh, my wife really loves anything set in space. Yeah, I'm a sucker for space, man. So that it may be something we It gets me so pumped together. that my kids are going to go to space. Like, one of my kids is going to go to space, right? Like space travel is going to be a reality, like a common a commonality in their lifetime, and like that just that just pumps me up so much. I mean, with the way we're treating the planet, it's going to be uh, also a, a mandate. Yeah. yeah, right. Which pumps me up that they'll you know not have to suffocate here. Right. I there wish it go. wasn't that way though. You know, maybe we should do something about it. Maybe we should. What can you do though? You know. I don't know. We seem we seem determined <laughs> to cause our own that, destruction. Neither that here nor there. Bit, for from his stand up stand up special that came out right before like in times fun yeah came out like the first day of the pandemic <laughs> and he's like yeah you know we do what we could it was a good run <laughs> we had a good run that's right yeah we uh we brought our own bags to the store 
<laughs> that was funny. I brought my own bag to the store, and that's pretty much it. That's what I did. <laughs> that special was incredible. It was very good, yeah. The, <laughs> the whole thing about turmeric, I think about every day. I think about that every day. Just put a little black pepper in there. Yeah, activates it. Activates it. <laughs> it's genius. Yeah, it's, it's too true. It's too true to be to even be like laugh out loud funny. It's just like, oh, yeah, I, I can name people. You know? Yeah. So anyway, taking turmeric now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. What else you got re- recommendation wise? Um, so I'm finally like reading Utopia Avenue. You know, really getting into it, and it's great. Oh, you know um, what? I finished that. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, it's good. But I'm really digging this book called Breath right now. Or Breathe, you know. Uh-huh. Or whatever, how you pronounce it. It's Does it have an E at the end of it? Yeah. Okay, Breathe. Breathe. Cool. So I forgot the guy's name that wrote it, but it's like the the hidden science of breathing or whatever. Basically, there's not like a whole lot of good published research on breathing. And so, you know, it's like there's these people he calls pulmonots, you know, like deep uh like uh free divers and people who've like trained opera singers and been hired by like uh convalescent wards to come in and use their opera training on their you know patients or whatever and Mm. anyway like it's uh got me thinking about my breath and it's it's uh i feel different i'm not even finished with the book and i feel different so it's one of those kind of reads where you're like it's really hitting me like in a way that I think is going to, you know, make my net life, you know, quality of life maybe five or five percent better. Man, that's great. Yeah, it's worth twenty bucks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, a book that's really well written about something like like that book about sleep that I read a couple of years ago was like I love stuff like that. Yeah, well, it's the ten uh, percent happier by Dan Harris does that with like meditation. Yeah, and I love that idea. It's like. Does meditation change your life? Like, you know, sure, yeah, it changed my life. Is it going to change yours? I don't know. It's like, it's made me 10% less of an asshole. You know, it's like made me 10% easier to live with. <laughs> well, and you know what? Sometimes sometimes that's as good as it gets. Yeah, like, I'm trying to be 10% easier to live with. Like, you know, I'm a handful. <laughs> <laughs> so Same. these, yeah, Breathe and uh, 10% Happy, these, those books like that are really helpful. Nice. Yeah, so what are you reading? Uh, um, nothing maybe I, I, I just finished reading answer. say what nothing is an acceptable answer I didn't read anything so far this year <laughs> no 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 I actually that's a good it's, the, the question is good I just finished reading White Too Long by Robert P. Jones okay um, and it is it is a book about the it is a history of white supremacy through the American evangelical church so it is Ooh. right up my alley and it is um, I mean, quite frankly, I, I've been wanting somebody to write this book for, for years. Ever since I read Stamped from the Beginning by Ibram Kendi, I thought, like, somebody needs to do a version of this, but just about the church. And Robert Jones did it. So, uh, White Too Long. And so it, it just it goes through just the history of, like, how white supremacy is, uh, like, sort of carried. I mean, it, it won't make you love the church anymore. Then, you know what I mean? It's not going right. to make you be like, man, the church is great. No. It. For me, it's someone who works in local churches. Um, it kind of made me want to like just kind of watch the whole thing burn, <laughs> just because like wow, we like we we've got problems like all the way down to the roots. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, but but the thing is like you can't you can't heal from something if you can't name it. And um, and this book really does a great job of exploring the history of it and showing you like no, this isn't just people like the the call to end racism in America and to end white supremacy 
isn't just like trying to get people's attitudes to be nicer towards other people. It's understanding like the systems that we built exist. Like the the reason they they are the way that they are began with white supremacy in a lot of ways, or what caused it to thrive was because of white supremacy. And so, um, and and the church, not only is the church no exception, but the, the local church in America is possibly one one of the key factors in in the creation of a white supremacist nation. So, um, oh yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Top, so top one factors, absolutely. Like, uh, yeah, I, I I would say economics and then the, the church, like the, those two things. You know what I mean? Like the the reason America got wealthy is because of the cotton trade, and the reason the cotton trade thrived as much as it did in the South is because white pastors had people in their churches who were giving money and saying like, hey, my plantation is good, you know. If you if you start saying that my plantation isn't good, then I'll take my business elsewhere. So, the the economic factor and the religious factor uh, go hand in hand. So, anyway, um, so White Too Long by Robert P. Jones, great. Guy. Have you have you read The Color of Compromise? Yes, I have by Jamar Tisby. I talked to Jamar Tisby uh, yesterday afternoon for no, a story you did. Yeah, he's a history student at uh, University of Mississippi where I work, and so I I'm such he, a huge fan of his. He is he is so great. You should invite him to speak at your church. He would love. To, he, I think y'all would be a great fit. Uh, oh my gosh! Do you think he would come? Like that's I don't know. that that that's a that's a great idea. Uh yeah cool. Um uh, well I'll give him your info. Um, Please do yes. Yeah so anyway that was really cool. So he's actually working for uh you mentioned Kennedy earlier and so he's he's gone to work for the um, Center for uh, Anti Racist Research. Um, oh nice. He's so yeah, so that's cool. That's the story we're anyway. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to uh, read his book. I haven't yet, but I, I've had an incredible conversation with him. That man, I'm so jealous of that. That that is great. He went to RTS in Jackson. I was like, oh man, we have to talk a little bit before we do this interview. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, so. I love that. I love that you got to talk to him. It was it was a blast. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, it was like a four o'clock Monday interview, and you're like, all right, here we go. Yeah, and it was great. It was fantastic. That's another book that I would wholeheartedly recommend: is *The Color of Compromise*. Yeah. Um. All right. What else? else? I've been listening to. um, Man, I always forget this artist's name. It just slipped my mind again. I'm pulling it up. Orville Peck. I've been listening to Orville Peck. Man, you've been you've been preaching the gospel of Orville, Orville Peck for a while. I've been listening to him so much this week, and last week was like a really heavy. Uh, Jason Isbell week, and uh, this week is like Orville Peck, uh, big time. Nice. So actually, last week was a big time Manchester Orchestra week. They have a new record. Uh, that's good. But yeah, Orville Peck has like the best voice. You know, he's one of those people like Kevin Devine to me. That's just like, how is this person not in, just so famous? You know, like yeah, how is this? You know, this person. It's like when Brandy Carlisle gets on stage and sings, and you're like, it just blows my mind that she wakes up, gets out of bed, and like knows that she can do that. <laughs> totally. Like that this guy can like he does this great song where he's like doing this falsetto, and then he just. He just starts singing the note that he's singing falsetto with his chest voice, just like all of a sudden, and it's like, oh, it's so powerful, <laughs> and it's so deep. He's got so much range too, though. He can get up there. Yeah. Wow, man. That, does he have a new album out from this year? Uh, no, I've just been listening to the uh, Pony Man. <laughs> yeah, I got to tell you something. I I have not done at all really this year, but for a couple of exceptions, is I have not listened to any new music. All the mu- like I, I've been I've been mostly just got, like revisiting stuff from like the nineteen seventies. Yeah, 
so much Charlie Bliss for me. Yeah. Uh, and so much, yeah, a Jason Isbell, Manchester Orchestra, now Orville Peck. Yeah, for me, it's been Neil Young and Big Star. <laughs> and uh, so, who'd you tell me? Gil Scott Heron, you said you were listening to a couple weeks ago. And yeah, I, I had that on my list. Like, I'm ready. I think this week is the week. I had Gil Scott Heron in my headphones during my lunch break today. Oh, let me give you... Uh, so I found a new Zamrock artist somebody shared with me that uh, is just absolutely killing it for me. Gil Scott Heron, for anybody who doesn't know, Gil Scott Heron is the, the, his most famous song is The Revolution Will Not Be Televised. Yeah. Um, so that, that's probably the thing he's most known for, but his entire album, Pieces of a Man, is really, really fantastic. Uh, all right, so here's what I was looking for. Hugh Masekela, M-A-S-E-K-E-L-A. And the song is Afrobeat Blues. Mm-hmm. It is, <laughs> it is perfect. <laughs> it is so good. And I think nice. it would probably pair nicely with The Revolution Will Not Be Televised. Very cool. Yeah. So that's been awesome. giving me a little bit of life lately. Well, man, I'm, I'm definitely, as the year goes on, I'm going to be looking more and more for recommendations because I don't want us to get to the end of the year and me have nothing to talk about as far as new music goes because so far, so far I've, I've not even tried. So I'm, I'm sorry to say. You know, it's Except okay. For a couple of it's things. okay to find what's comfortable. Like it's like, it's fine if we talk about at the end of the year some great record that we rediscovered. Like that's well, okay. Well, can I tell you? And I feel bad even saying this because I'm I'm such a fan of Lake Street Dive, but their newest album obviously is not very good. I don't think so. And I mean, <laughs> wait, is it maybe, called Obviously? Yeah, it's called Obviously. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> I thought you were just like obviously we all know. Oh no, sorry. I, I didn't even shit. I didn't even catch I didn't even catch the the. Probable the problematic sentence structure there, but no, Lake Street Dive should obviously have had a great album because all of their other albums are great, and their newest album, which is entitled obviously, is not up to their standards. I think, um, in, in my opinion, and so dang dude, that's a bummer. Uh, well, I mean, and maybe you can listen to it and tell me otherwise. It's, it's just, and I, I don't know exactly why. It's just the, the songs, the, the songwriting just isn't there on this one, and I just. It bums me out, man. Every Lake Street Dive album so far has been like one of my favorite albums of the year, and yeah, I mean, and they write the coolest. They have more swagger than any band deserves to have. Well, and they have so much fun as a band too. Like I've I've always thought, like man, if if I could just like talent, lack of talent aside, if I could just join any band just because I would love to hang out with that group of musicians, it would be Lake Street Dive. And um, man, I just I, I am not feeling it on this new album. Dang, dude. Yeah, and maybe maybe it's my state of mind. Maybe I'm just not in that place. But uh, yeah, maybe there's some of my favorite records are ones that I listened to and I was like, "This is bad," and I'll never like it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I the just, first yeah. time I listened to Transatlanticism, I was like, "No, thank you." <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. same thing with Yankee Foxtrot Hotel. I was like, "This is weird," and not the good kind of weird. <laughs> well, that's crazy, considering what a masterpiece that album is. I know. I mean, I went back and listened to it like uh, like six months later, and I was like, "Oh." What was I thinking? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe I've just been too much of in a in a Neil Young kind of mood to to embrace Lake Street Dive. But I just, man, I don't I don't know. I don't know what it is. And I have yet to find an album that I I have yet to find a twenty twenty one album that has done anything for me. And that's just really sad considering it's June. So, yeah, I don't really think I have either. Uh, I'm about to double check this list real quick to make sure there hasn't been like some. 
Oh yeah, that similar record was incredible. Oh, I still haven't listened to it yet. I have it in my playlist. I just haven't. And I thought haven't Matt Berninger's Serpentine Prison was really good. Ooh, I didn't even think about that one. I haven't, I haven't listened to that either. See, and that's that's sort of the thing is I, j- I haven't devoted the time to really go looking for anything new. So, and um, Haley Williams' record that came out at the very beginning of the year is really good. Oh, I see. I haven't listened to that either. Yeah. So that that's my problem. My problem isn't that there's no good new music. It's I, I just I'm not listening to it. I've listened no look I've listened to 11 records that I haven't listened to before this year. Like <laughs> I haven't listened to any new music. I just listed mm. all the records I've listened to that came out this year. So Well, I'm I'm going to have to rectify that before we get to our end of the year episode when we talk about our favorite <laughs> pop culture cuz so far I'm I'm really drawing a blank here on uh on on music at least. Yeah. Have you seen any good movies? Um, yeah, I, I rented, um, Wrath of Man, the new Jason Statham movie. All right. Um, I'm not going to lie, man. That movie is entertaining. I mean, if you're going to ask me if it's good, I I really don't know. Like, I I, I couldn't tell you. All I can tell you is I was riveted. I was into it. And, um, I'm glad I watched it. Have I talked about Bad Trip on here yet? I don't know. Um... It's Eric Andre, Laurel Howery, and Tiffany Haddish. Okay. And okay, like you a, have my attention. It's like a prank show, movie. It's just narrative. So it's like Borat, but not trying to get catch people doing wrong. It's like Borat, but like catching people trying to help. Yeah. And it is. I've watched it three times. I watched it, and then I, April was like, I want something just enjoyable. And I was like, oh. Do I have the thing for you? <laughs> and I watched it with her, and then her mom said the same thing to her, and she was like, buckle up, mom, because <laughs> it's nice. about to get weird in here. <laughs> <laughs> and it is masterful, and it is so funny, and just like so over the top, and just, you know, like all the stunts are just... And it's done with so much care. There's a moment in the beginning when there's like a montage where you're like, holy cow. They had to have filmed each one of these like four or five different times with like four or five different people, you know? Yeah. And these are like, there's like 15, like four second ones right here. (laughs) Oh, wow. Just, yeah. Like there's, he's running through the town for this whatever particular reason. And just like everything he runs past is like a whole elaborate sort of prank. And it's so great. Say the name of it one more time. It's called Bad Trip. Bad Trip. Okay, cool. Where where can you watch it? It's on Netflix. Oh, nice. Okay. So it's something that most people should already have access to. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. There was a That's stunt great. that like went totally wrong on the first day, or early on in shooting, and Lil Rel, like quit. He was like, I'm out. <laughs> and uh, he called Tiffany Haddish, and he was like, you'll never believe what Eric Andre had me doing today. Like, I quit. And she was like dude, you have to get me in on that. That sounds incredible. <laughs> and so she called Eric and he was like, oh yeah, the person who's playing this part just got, their pilot just got picked up. So I need, you know, like their third sort of main character I, I, is open. And so like she convinced Laurel to come back. <laughs> or so wow, what an interesting goes. idea. Yeah. So anyway. Cool, man. Just full of joy. Well, I think that may be all the time we've got. That's it. Um, but uh, so yeah, like we said, it's gonna be a short episode. We just wanted to sort of do a check in, let let everybody know, like, hey, there's, 
you know, we're we're still alive, and you know, we have we have things to talk about, just ever so briefly. <laughs> so uh, anyway, um, I, I I don't have anything else. JB, do you have anything else? Uh, we hope you're well, and we also would love for you to tweet your recommendations at us because I feel like I'm definitely sort of besides this few things I've mentioned in a real pop culture dry spell. Yeah, uh, audiobooks, especially for me. Yeah, me too. I just listened to all the podcasts. I just finished them. And you know what? New music. I, I'm, I am desperately looking for new music to enjoy for from 2021. So if you know of any albums that have come out in 2021, and I mean, yeah, people who've been listening to this know kind of what JB and I, I like. Like, if, if, if it sort of exists in the vein of like a Jason Isbell or a Bruce Springsteen or, you know, if it's rock, good rock and roll or good, you know, um, just, I mean, if it's good music, you know, let us know. Yeah. So yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yes, I would like some good music too. I'll take three. Yes, um, absolutely. I, I I really want to have at least five new albums that, that I can talk about in December when we get get to that. And uh, right now I'm 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 at zero. So uh, <laughs> that's how so I with love... books, man. I don't think I've read a book that came out this year. I don't know that I'm going to. <laughs> books are tough too because you don't. Care. I mean, it takes a little while for books to get like traction. You know, most books like. It, it takes a little while for word of mouth to like catch on with books, but like music, you should be able to like at least hear a song and be like, okay, I'll, I'll listen to more of whatever that yeah, is. Yeah, for sure. You know, but uh, or or like movies, I think are the most immediate uh, consumable, but um, movies and TV shows, just because I guess it's, you can just do it so passively. Um, anyway, so uh, yeah, I guess that's it for us. So thanks everybody so much for listening. And hopefully we'll be back in your feed soon. And we're gonna when when we do come back, we'll be talking about um, the something more than free. I was trying to think what, what's the next Jason Isbell album. We're gonna, about? <laughs> so we're gonna talk about something more than free. Absolutely. All right. And until then, I'm Rob, and that's JB. So we will see you next time.